Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whatever time you guys are listening, I'm glad you're back as we continue our study. And Ruth, man, we've already started out, kicked off, got to know the characters, got to know the situation. So we're going to see what's going to happen next. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and check out uh, Galatians. We did a daily devo on every chapter in Galatians, and now we're in Ruth. So, so check those out if you haven't yet. But let's go ahead and jump on into Ruth as we find out what's going on, what is being said about God, what is being said about mankind, and then kind of like how we can apply this to our lives. So in uh, Ruth uh, chapter 1, verse 6 through... 13. It says, Then she arose with her daughter-in-law that she might return to the land of Moab, for she had heard in the land of Moab that the Lord had visited his people and giving them bread. So she departed from the place where she was and her two daughter-in-law with her. And they went on their way to return to the land of Judah. And Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, Go, return each of you to her mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you dealt with the dead and with me. May the Lord grant that you may find rest, each in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voice and wept. And they said to her, No, but we will surely return with you to your people. But Naomi said, Return, my daughters. Why should you go with me? Have I yet sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Return, my daughters. Go, for I am too old to have a husband. If I said I have hope, if I should even have a husband tonight and also bear sons, would you therefore wait until they have grown? Would you therefore refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, for it is harder for me than for you, for the hand of the Lord has gone forth against me. Well, um, we get to find out even more about the dire situation that's going down because, uh, yeah, we saw that two husbands or three husbands, technically, Naomi's husband passed away, and then her daughter-in-law's, or Naomi's sons, passed away too, her daughter-in-law's husbands. Uh, and they put them in a very difficult bind. And so what uh, Naomi is telling her to do, he said, hey, girls, you go back home to your families because they'll be able to take care of you. I can't take care of you. I have no means to which to do this. I'm going to go back to my uh, homeland, Judah, and uh, I'm going to live there. So uh, that's what I'm going to do, because God has actually uh, given food to them uh, during this time of famine. He says God has actually brought them um, sustenance. So I'm going to go there and try and find a place to stay while you guys stay with your parents, because you'll be able to be taken care of and I can't take care of you. Well, uh, this was really sad. They really loved this woman, Naomi, their mother-in-law, Ruth and Orpah, really loved her. They cried. It says they were sad. Matter of fact, they even said no. Uh, well, we're going to stay with you and return to you with to your people. Uh, but Naomi kind of pushed him. She said, no, you, you, you girls can't do that. You go ahead and go home. He's like, because there's nothing I can do. Uh, and this is a little cultural thing that happens at the time that um, when uh, the um, husband of a woman would die, well, then the husband's brother would marry the woman and uh have a child with her so they would have an heir, you know, someone that can uh, possess the land when they're gone. And so that's the thing while she says, uh, that's why Naomi says, like, um, do I have any sons to give you? 
And then she says, like, well, and even if I got married today, if I had sons, would you not marry just to wait for my um, um, the babies that I would have soon to grow up and be men so you can marry them? You know, she's like, yeah, there's nothing. Naomi's like saying there's nothing that I can do. Like, I can't make money. And even the thing that I'm to do is which is to, to have sons in order to give to you as husbands. I, I can't do that either. She's like, I'm too old. And even if I wasn't too old, then it wouldn't be enough time. It wouldn't be fast enough to be able to take care of you. She's like, so I have nothing to give you. I think that's important to remember is that Naomi's saying, I have nothing to give you. Okay. She's like, so go ahead and go out. It's like, this is, this is going to be hard for me. So, cause, cause God has gone away from me. So what's the saying about God? Um, well, I think that these specific verses display the sovereignty of God. Okay. This is a display of the sovereignty of God. And what the sovereignty of God means is that God is in control of all things. Like he is the one that moves things. He's the one that allows things or moves things and causes things to happen. Uh, and I think that uh, there is a recognition of that in here. Because uh, first off, it says that the Lord had visited his people in giving them food. And so um, um, he's like, uh, that's why Naomi told, uh, uh, told, her, told, her sons, or told her daughters to go is because there was food there. You know what I mean? And so they believed that it was God who gave this food to them. But then again, it also says that the Lord has gone forth from me. So it's like... Uh, the reason that these hardships are happening is because the Lord has removed like his hand or, or uh, removed his blessing from over her. And so I think that is uh, uh, just a sign that they know that God is in charge of all things. But what is it saying about uh, man? Well, I think that it says we need to have a recognition of God being sovereign over all things. I think there's a, a a good thing for us to do is to remember that the the Lord is in command. He is in control of all things. And it's for us to realize that because when we do, it kind of puts us in our proper place. You know, um, I think that because we know that God is in control and sovereign over everything, then we have to humble ourselves and trust in God for his provisions. And then whenever we see that God is doing something, we move to where God is doing those things, man. Uh, just like uh, whenever whenever she sees that God had visited food upon these people, she's sending her daughter-in-laws over there because she realized that's what's going on. And so I think that in the same way, man uh, needs to have a recognition of God's sovereignty and then move in actions according to that. Because God is in control. What about uh, application for today? Well, I think the application comes from uh, both of who God is and who man is, which usually it does. Usually it does. But I think that for me is I have to recognize that God is sovereign. And for me, actually, that's that's a, a important thing for me. I think that's one of the, the main things that I believe. Um, that's one of the bedrocks of how I live my life is the sovereignty of God. That just gives me so much, so much comfort. It gives me uh, uh, so much um, just uh, uh, comfort. It just gives me so much uh, uh, ease 
takes the burden off of my, my shoulders because I realize that all things will happen according to God's will. I've said before uh, numerous times that one of my favorite verses is that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord or called according to his purpose. Uh, it'll be for our good and his glory. So God, the glory will be given, will be seen, will be manifest, uh, will be shown, but my good will happen too. So even in the midst of difficult times. So right now we get to see uh, uh, in Naomi's uh, kind of like position where she's like, the Lord has gone forth from me, you know, the Lord has gone forth against me, like his hand is turned against me. Well, we see that here and that's how she feels at the moment. But if you've read the story, you know, the end, you know, you know what happens with Ruth and you know how because of uh, uh, Naomi returning to the land, because of Ruth staying with her, that uh, Ruth actually is the grandmother of David who is uh, the greatest king of Israel, save for Jesus, of course. <laughs> but uh, So we know that right now things seem dark, but they end up turning for her good, her good. I'm, she's, in the, she's in the Bible, man. We're getting to read about her right now because of the events that happened to her. And we get to talk about her in a, in a wonderful way. You know, we get to talk about her. Uh, she's the great-grandmother, so... We get to talk about her in a, in a marvelous way, but right now it just seems dark. And so for me, when things do get dark, when things do get tough, I just want to remember that God is bringing glory to himself, but he's also doing it for my good. And so I think that's an important thing to remember. And man, it's a bedrock, like I said, of one of my beliefs is the sovereignty of God. And it helps me get through the day. So I, I pray that you guys um, will... Uh, Find hope in that as well. Maybe that'll be your application for the day is just to remember that God's in charge. And not only just remember, but rest in that. Like rest in that in that understanding. Let it sink in. Like let that take hold of your heart and strengthen it because it's important. And the, the greatest sovereignty and understanding is that God would save us, that he would know that we are sinful yet will still send his son to save us. So that, that that's, that's something we should soak in as well. I appreciate you guys for listening, and I will see you guys back uh, tomorrow as we continue our um, study through Ruth, and we start on verse 14. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>